0: Hello, hello, beautiful people, mi gente bella. Welcome, welcome to another edition of Santana Says, where we talk about everything from roadblocks to relationships, everything in between, and the overall journey of life. I am excited, as always, to not only bring you another edition of the show, but just to be able to delve on all these great topics, just to be able to know that you're continuing to support. I honestly can't say how excited I am. You know, every time there's a new episode, I'm just so glad to know that this project is continuing, that I'm hopefully getting the chance to reach more people and really that we can continue to explore more about one another, you know, really ourselves and just continue to grow and learn more together. You know, I'm just so grateful for that we have any opportunity to do that. But especially here and on this platform as well. So I really just got to shout out you all first and foremost, anybody that's been listening, anybody that's ever given a share, anybody that's ever given a like to any of these, uh, you know, like I said, to any of the episodes, to any of the promo that I've done in between. I, it was already exciting just to be able to get this off the ground. But to know that you are even supporting it in any way, shape or form, I just can't thank you enough. And so thank you for doing that but also happy new year this is the first friday of the new year what what and if you know me i love to call fridays feel good fridays um this is for multiple reasons you know so i definitely was intentional about wanting to pick friday's Like how I feel about Fridays, but also wanting to have the show air on Fridays. My thing is, when you, especially when you work, and in my case, I do work a nine to five. And so, you know, I have these other ventures that I'm also a part of. That I also take part in, but the majority of my work takes place Monday through Friday, you know, so I don't traditionally work on weekends, you know, usually that time is dedicated to family and what have you. And so I'm able to do other things. So for me, Friday is that release day, right? Like you've had all the pressures of the week. You've done all these things. You've given everything you could give. You finally have some time for yourself. That's what I feel like Fridays are. And so because of that, I think it's a good time for us to check in with ourselves To really just celebrate everything that we were able to get done throughout the week and then really be able to look back and say, you know, wow, I'm glad that, you know, I'm still here. I'm still standing, and then, like, how can I rejuvenate myself, you know, pour back into myself before I do it all over again on Monday, you know what I'm saying, so, sometimes Sunday's supposed to also be self-care Sunday, but, you know, if we spend most of that day thinking, dreading the work we gotta do on Monday, how much self-care are we really doing, you know what I mean, and how much time are we really taking to celebrate, And how much relaxing is really taking place if we are dreading the situation. So I think feel good Friday, you know, should be a thing. I also dropped an episode recently on gratitude. So I definitely want to start doing thankful Thursdays with y'all right before the episode drops on Fridays. um, Because I think, you know, I do want to lean into, you know, what we talked about before with that gratitude. I mean, it's definitely something that. I strive to live by, you know, and it's a challenge that I definitely put out to all of you. So I'm definitely trying to continue to walk in that and, you know, update me. Let me know how your progress has been with it because it's something that I'm continuing to work on also. And I've been trying to work on it with the kids, y'all. I've been trying to make sure that not only do I continue to be more grateful, but how can I help them be more grateful? Especially when it's hard for kids to see, you know, what they, the blessings that they have. And so when I'm over here helping them, learn and put the definition together of what gratitude even is and what they should be grateful for. It's definitely a work in progress to help them, you know, really understand that and really to conceptualize that is what I would also say. And so that's why I also want to work more on, well, actually let's, let's get into that. So this year was an incredible year. I can definitely say that 2022 showed out, you know what I'm saying, in many different ways. Um, And 2023, I'm just, you know, I'm going to strap myself in because I'm, you know, wondering how it is going to go. I definitely think 2022 was interesting for many reasons. I actually was 33. During the year 2022, and I like angel numbers, you know. I don't know if you've ever heard of them where like you see these numbers that are like in repeated sequence, so like a 444 four, four, or 333-222, three, 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 two, two, two. and they usually indicate different things. And so for the longest time, at least for me, so if you don't you know believe in the angel numbers, don't subscribe to that. I totally understand, but I think it's a pretty cool concept. I used to see 444 all last year. Like that was just like all I saw. I felt. And so I would see that mostly. And what I learned was that it means that you're protected. So there's people looking out for you. I definitely feel like that's true because there were a lot of tests and challenges that I went through during the year 2022 where because as I've told you all, I'm still dealing with a lot of changes that are taking place, I am still trying to figure things out with my my children, with my children's families, with my own family, with a lot of things going on. And so definitely I was grateful for that protection. I definitely felt that there were people looking out for me. I had somebody literally come to me and tell me things about myself who had never met me, who I had never. So, of course, I do believe also in divine, you know, intervention. And I definitely feel that God sent this person. So as I have also mentioned to you on the past, you know, that that is something that's part of my belief system. But I also definitely respect those where that is not part of your belief system. And so, you know, maybe for you, it's something else or whatever it might be. But I do think that we are all connected. And so at the end of the day, I think that we are all definitely that there's a divine connection, that there is value in the energy that we exchange, that we are all valuable human beings, you know, that we were per put on this earth for a purpose and that, you know, it's up to us to use our lives to figure out what those purposes are and then to use them, you know, to use them to their utmost potential and to be able to help as many people as we can and help ourselves because I think that's something that we also tend to forget and it's something that I'm not going to get tired of talking about on this show because that's one of the main reasons why I made it. I wanted it to serve as a reminder of, you know, how much we do matter of how much we need to pour into ourselves and how much we deserve it. Because as you all might've heard, that is not a thought that I grew up having. And so now that I have it, it's just like, I want more people. You know, I always want more people to have this thought, but really what kind of lifestyle does that require, right? And so like, that's one thing is to, you know, really be able to change that way of thinking and or to realize that we might've had some negative thoughts and we were allowing those negative thoughts to take over our lives but then it's like okay so what happens next you know after that so me I definitely think that I did feel that protection but um as mentioned I kept seeing the number four for four all the time and I did feel the protection of others I felt like you know I was being looked after by my ancestors you know by angels surrounding me I definitely would feel that on many occasions and I would often dedicate prayers to that and say that you know I was very grateful but I also was 33, as I mentioned to all of you. And that's another one. So that usually also has to do with you not only being protected, but I believe that one also has to do with you. Well, now I know 222 two, two is alignment. Uh, 33 is also like, or at least the threes also moving in a certain direction. I don't want to say it's also towards it. Like, towards the way of alignment or being able to see more. All I know is because it was the year 33 for me, I had asked for it to be the year of enlightenment. I was like, you know what? I really want to be enlightened this year. I want to learn as much as I can. Universe definitely showed out y'all. God is why she showed out. So definitely I think that it was just such an interesting time to learn and to grow and to really be challenged. And so I think one of the biggest lessons I ended up taking away from this year is not only what I was able to get revealed, but how much I was in my own way, you know, and I think I really gained a lot of freedom by realizing that, yes, I have faced a lot of obstacles in my life. Yes, I have definitely faced a lot of challenges, but there have been many times where I was the challenge, you know, and I, because I was still choosing to believe certain things because I was not allowing myself to really own my abilities or believe that I even had them I was really like stunting my own growth you know and so there's like all these talents that I had that I was just sitting on you know there was all these projects and ideas I had that I was not bringing to fruition there was all these relationships that I needed to let go of that I was keeping just because what why because of time because it felt comfortable like what what purpose were they serving at this point. So as I continue to ask for that, I feel like that also occurred. That definitely happened to me also. I definitely am not going into 2023 with the same relationships I had in 2022. But I'm grateful for that. You know, and do why am I? I'm also not going into this new year with the same experiences I had or the same knowledge. And I'm grateful for that. You know, and I don't necessarily have everything I want. There's definitely a lot more things I want to achieve still grateful for it. (laughs) Definitely still grateful for it because I just feel like, good, that means that I'm not at the top. You know what I mean? That there's still more that I can do. And, you know, I don't want to plateau. Not this early in life. Like, I want to be able to do more now that I am, you know, 34. and Now that I am in this new chapter and, you know, now that I am learning so much more about myself, now I'm realizing, man, there's so many ways that I can explore this. You know, like, I want to be able to see myself provide more healing spaces for others. So in the future, I would love to see Santana Says not just be the podcast, but actually be a space. Like I wanna be able to see some of you all, the people that listen, I wanna be able to see you in person. I wanna be able to like connect with you, learn from you, you know, just as much as maybe, I'm not gonna say that you necessarily have learned from me, but if you ever been touched, right? If you ever resonated with anything that has been shared here, you know, how can we explore that further together, and helping our development with one another. And so I want to see that happen uh, in a, on a visual level, but like on a, in a tangible way as well, you know, in a way that we can actually touch and we can walk away from that. So I'm definitely looking forward to doing that. But I gained a lot of freedom this year by just admitting that I don't have all the answers, that I have definitely made mistakes and the world did not end when I did them, that I was able to, Realized too that you know where I've been contributing to different situations and that I started creating my own my own reality my own schedule and really regaining control this year and so for the first time there's been other years where I feel like yes I've taken steps and I have started to move in a way I wanted to move and I've really been starting to really discover more about myself and all that but actually putting that into action creating my own plans and making up my own rules, that was the biggest thing. That was where I felt like it really propelled and really started driving forward, including with my children. So I started realizing that I used to be the mom that felt like I had to be everywhere all the time And, you know, they're going to notice if I'm not there and I have to do everything I can for them and sacrifice anything I have going on for myself because they're going to notice. And if I'm not doing everything and if I'm not really exhausted, because that's what I really did have the time, then I'm not doing what I all I need to do. However, balance. Correct. And so I really had to realize, too, that sometimes I'm allowed I'm allowed to create whatever environment I want to create with my children. And so sometimes I didn't, I wouldn't do that. I would definitely make sure that I included them more in the things that we needed to get done. I would let them know when I could do things. And when I couldn't, I would make sure that I had them help more, which is a great thing. Now that my children are getting older, they can help more with certain activities and do more things. And so it doesn't have to all lie directly on me. I don't have to take on everything myself. Goodness. And so how freeing is that to realize that, no, you don't. You do not have to do everything. Stop thinking you have to do it all. Stop thinking that everything lies on you. It's only on your shoulders. And that the minute you stop doing things, everything is going to fall apart. True, we may be the pillars of our families, so I'm not going to lie. I know I'm probably talking to a lot of other single parents. I know I may be talking to some fellow, you know, educators, social workers, people in the fields where you give a lot of yourself. But it's not. It is not all on us, and never should it have to be. We are absolutely allowed to share the load of our responsibilities. We're allowed to seek help, you know, from the right spaces, and we are allowed to... You know, create our own rules, as I mentioned, with our children, with others, with anyone we interact with and to exert our boundaries, too. And so I was very proud of myself on the boundary side. y'all. I know y'all might have heard first episode. I sucked at boundaries and all of that. I've been doing better. Woo-woo. So we're going to, you know, pat on the back for that. And shout out to anybody else struggling with boundaries, because like I said, I see you. I see you. I hear you. And I am with you on that part of your journey because we're going to continue to need to do it though, right? So like also as we continue to learn more about ourselves, the boundary setting does not stop. And the having to really stand in what it is that we're learning and being able to continue to grow as individuals is something that we are going to have to continue to do. And we're going to need, as we learn more about ourselves, we got to continue to learning how to communicate the needs that we have. And so... That's the thing. So it's not like we just get to grow and then that's it. And then the rest of the world is going to fall in place as a result of it. No, we got to learn to be assertive. And we got to learn to, you know, be able to communicate those thoughts that we have and know that we're getting out of life what we want because we're asking for it. Because we're putting ourselves in spaces where we can gain more. You know, we're trying to be intentional about the relationships that we're creating. We're trying to meet the right people. And that, you know, in the process... We're really setting ourselves up for success. I think that I'm done with trying to put myself in situations where I'm failing, to be honest. You know, where I'm failing myself, where I'm not really, I'm really doing myself a disservice. I don't want to do that anymore, you all. And I feel that that is something I've done. I think that there have been many opportunities, including even on the dating side. So let's get into that too. Um, 2022 was not the dating year for me. I decided it was a good time to focus more on myself. There were people I talked to. I mean, I don't want to make it seem like there was no one there. But I learned that, nope, it was more about me. I was learning more about myself. And I wanted, and I want to. Like, that's going to always be something I want to do. I want to be able to know more about myself before I entertain a whole other person in my life. I also have daughters. So I think that it's not an easy thing to entertain just anyone if I'm going to welcome a relationship. So if I'm going to take that on and be able to say that, you know, this is something I'm ready for, I want to make sure that I'm ready emotionally, mentally, all of those things and that I don't just do it just to say that I just to say that I'm doing it because that is something that I'm guilty of. And I think that I also there was so much freedom in just being able to tell myself that that's something you've done. And that it's okay though. It's okay that you did that, but let's not stay in that place. You know, and let's not let's not continue to go in those things and stop rushing processes. So I have been the queen of as soon as I like something, I wanna be able to go after it and then but I'm not even like vetting it at all. So like with anything else, I'm more strategic and I might be more thoughtful and I'm thinking like, oh, let me take my time with this and actually see how this fits in with what I'm doing and you know if it makes sense but with other things like dating I would just go full force and just not necessarily give it that same process and that same attention and that same precision so I definitely think that it's something that I'm growing and learning in and I'm grateful for last year giving me that opportunity to know that and to be able to do that and I really am grateful for the conversations I had with my children I definitely am looking forward to y'all getting to know them because at one point I definitely want to bring them on the show I want you to know these kids that I keep talking about I really want to also just see what they have to say on on air as well and be able to see like how they um are and just you know what they have to share also and not all of it has to be what I've shared with you all you know so they do have the differing opinions and I want to be able to welcome those and have those on display for us to be able to explore further and be able to do but I love I love 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 the conversations we had this past year honestly more than any of the other conversations we've had I have talked to my children before. And I've, you know, of course, gotten to know them. Like, you know, I learned things about them at school. But this past year, we really went there. Like, we also explored, you know, what it means. They know that I'm also in school for therapy and wanting to be a counselor. And we know that for some... Counseling is not necessarily, you know, an option that they necessarily want to have and my children included. But we absolutely talked about what does it look like? What does mental health look like? You know, and like what what does healthy look like and what kind of goals do we want to have for ourselves? And how do we want to show up in the world and how are we going to get there? And then like happy. What exactly is happy? You know, and like what does happy look like and how are we going to leave these happy lives. And why does happy look so different for so many different people in our household? It looks completely different. My youngest, what is happy for her is the easiest thing. I love it. She'll literally like cut up crafts, do little things. And I feel like that makes her whole world. I love it. I love that. It's simple. She just, you know, as long as you hugging her, um, candy treats, you know I mean? It's just like easy things. Like these are just simple things, cookies and you know what I mean? It's just wonderfulness. You know, I have my middle child who, Loves being able to, you know, has been competing competitively in gymnastics, loves to be able to have that outlet, loves to be able to pour into others, is always noticing things very observant, but has been doing a better job of noticing her own needs and communicating them. And I've seen her do it and I've definitely been cheering her on because she didn't always feel like she could do that. And I'm just so glad that now she's realizing that she can and that she's allowed, that she's allowed to. And that she can do those things. And so it's been awesome to see her blossom in that way. And then my oldest, the complicated one. That's all y'all about. She, happiness for her has been, that's been the most trying conversation. Because she already, and I mean, kid you not, she's nine. Has told me that, well, human beings, I think it's hard for us to be able to really embody happiness. Because we're the type of species that feels pain and we feel pain in so many ways. So maybe if we were actually different, if we were a different species or if maybe I was something else, like, another animal or something else that maybe I wouldn't feel as much pain that humans do and I would be able to feel more happiness. This was the conversation I had with my 9-year-old. I this, this is what I mean. Like y'all sometimes throw my hands up. She's a lot, but I love it because how challenging and incredibly, you know, insightful is that for someone that young? And so we talked about that. I did go there with them because I also said, "Okay, challenge your point." I hear you on the fact that humans do feel pain physically and emotionally right and some of those are hard to correct or to repair or to address Is what I would also say. However, don't human beings also feel a lot of joy? Aren't they able? They're one of the species that can do that. I'm not really sure how it looks like for other animals or other species. But I do know that for us, when we're able to feel that joy, it's some of it can be quite unmatched. And it's incredible to have that. And with certain relationships, I gain a lot of joy from some of the relationships that I have. And I had to let her know. She has some friendships that she loves. And that she's able to enjoy, but that those are the first things that I feel like she forgets about when she is having a difficult moment and when things are not going her way. She's also the type of kid that doesn't really like to take direction, but I think that's going to be awesome because in the future, I think she's going to be an incredible entrepreneur. She's about to work for herself because she'll need to always be up under authority. And I think that that's the part I do want to be able to celebrate with her. And I want her to know that, that... I love that part of you and that I don't want that part to change. However, now, does that mean that you cannot listen to people all the time and that you just you can you never have to follow any rules and you never have to follow any guidance? No, you're I mean, there's still you know, you still got to be able to know when to take direction and when to give it. So, I mean, I definitely want to be able to help her understand that. And be able to model that for her as well. And so that's also been what's incredible about the conversations this year is. I had to show up, y'all. This year, I showed up more than ever for my children. They saw me also become more assertive this year, more than ever. Um, they saw me stand up for myself in more ways than more than ever. I They even saw me, my relationship with my own family change. So it's like, I've been preaching all this time. Like, stand up for yourself, believe in yourself, you know, stand in your worth, do you, and all of that, but I think that prior to now, I can honestly say they saw me do. They saw me doing that in a silo though and they saw me doing it on an inconsistent basis, right? There'll be some days where I'm doing it really well and I feel really on top of the world and I'm really, you know, owning my strength and all of these great things, but then other times they would see me, you know, being very emotional and very down and, you know, stressed out and having arguments with people because I was not exerting my boundaries and I wasn't telling them what I really needed from them and then I gain resentment because they were not giving me what I needed, but I never told them what I wanted in the first place. So it's like, you know, getting upset with other people for not doing things you want them to do, but you never told them what you wanted, you know, to begin with. And also not being, not having honest conversations with myself about where I was and what I needed and what I still needed to do to be able to grow. And then wondering why things are not working out for me in that way, because I haven't set myself up in a way where I can achieve the things that I want. And so I had to let them know that. And so I'm very, I was very proud of myself for taking steps this past year to be able to get out of that you know and leave that behind and to really say that I deserve better than what's been going on and I'm not going to accept anything less than that and if that means that I'm by myself for a while that's okay if that means that I'm taking on bigger loads you know because previously I shared this with someone else that's okay you know if actually other loads have actually gotten lighter because I have found my network and I have found people that have been able to help all of that is absolutely okay and, you know, being able to do all of that. But I also think that one of the things I'm most proud of was definitely my family, as I mentioned to you all. I have grown in such closeness, some of which with siblings that I just met recently, on one side, and then with siblings that I knew my entire life, and also with my mother. And so, you know, as I mentioned to you all, that I told y'all, work in progress, we have definitely been working on our relationship, and she's becoming someone even though it's now as an adult, kind of like what you all heard in that last episode when I was talking with Sally, she's now becoming that person that I can go to. And obviously it's never too late, right? So like, I, who cares that I'm in my 30s and that, you know, maybe I didn't get it before. If I'm getting it now, that's great. And I think sometimes, you know, and she had been one of those people that I had chalked up and thought, there is nothing else I'm gonna gain from this relationship. There's nothing else I can do there. I'm not gonna work at it because I don't need to. There ain't nothing else I can get out of it. She ain't gonna change. It ain't worth it. I'm not gonna do it. And it was like, wow, I was robbing myself. And it didn't make me feel better. It's not like I felt better knowing that and sitting in that reality and accepting that nothing else was gonna come from us. It did not make me feel good to feel that way. and I'm so glad that I got over that and have moved past it because she and I have definitely grown in closeness. I definitely have grown in closeness with my maternal brother who, you know, I've had some, we've gone through so much together and I've seen him go through his own struggles. He overcame an incredible struggle last year. Y'all I'm here for it. And and because of it, it hasn't made me, I went ham y'all for his birthday just because I wanted him to know how proud I was of him and really give him his flowers, you know, because we talk a lot about giving people their flowers when they're here. I did that. I was, I went out, I went all out on his birthday I made sure that he knew how proud I was that, you know, he had given up something in his life that had been crippling him for so long. And so it was amazing to be able to do that. And then on my paternal side, I've actually definitely grown in closeness with the siblings that I have there, especially the sister. Shout out to my sis. Um, She's actually one of the bigger supporters also of the podcast. And even that, like that we have something that we can share, you know, and that we have these great conversations and that I bonded with someone who I met as an adult, which is, incredible to me and so I'm still processing that like we lived these entirely separate lives we had two totally different upbringings right we had all these different experiences we meet and it felt like I had known her my entire life I don't know how many people you all have in your life where that person feels that way to you but that's been an incredible thing for me especially compared to You know, the episode you all last saw with Sally, that's somebody who I've known, who I have known my entire life. Right. We've been able to grow that relationship in that way. But to feel similar feelings with somebody that I just met, that was jarring for me. You know, it was definitely something that I hadn't realized, but I'm just so grateful. I'm just like, wow, it's like it's I'm so glad. And then I gave myself this chance because that was another experience that I had said prior to meeting her and all my other siblings I had said no I'm not gonna do this this isn't something I need to explore you know whatever was said already got said and so I think there's nothing else that I need to do here and honestly the other thing the the other big thing that I felt was why do I gotta do it you know why is it that this this work needs to come from me and why is the responsibility not on the other person I if you've ever felt like you've been in that situation, I hear you. And I mean, obviously, I have felt similarly, but I am letting you know for sure that in this past year, I learned, at least for myself, that it really did keep me from a lot of things, though, you know, and and holding on to those feelings of resentment really do keep you from being able to explore true happiness. And there's there's things that you might be that might be on the other side of unlocking it, that you might be ready on the brink of unlocking some greatness behind that door, but because you want to keep it closed, you're never going to see. So, like, true, I mean, things will continue to be the same. True, no, you don't have to put in that work, but you'll also never know. You'll never know how great it could have been if you don't try to put yourself out there and at least be able to do it. And so I just think that that's been such a great enlightening thing for me and I have gained so much more honesty by those doors there's definitely been some things that happened this past year that I also didn't like you know that like I'm like okay I could have did without that one experience like didn't really need to have that but they all did help though so like even though some of them of course we there's certain experiences that we like more than others we can't lie that they continue to shape who we are you know and that it continues to help us if we're on this path of self-discovery, and we're really going to say that we want to commit to this work of being able to learn more about ourselves, grow as individuals, and you know leave these past hurts behind. The only way to do that is to continue to unlock these new doors and to continue to learn more about ourselves and face those part of ourselves that we haven't wanted to, that we had you know closed behind, or that we had said that we no longer wanted to look at, or that you know we were done with facing because they were too difficult to do. And then the thing is too that with that work we got to know that are we going to get results right away absolutely not I just told y'all that last year (laughs) was the first time I actually had some great conversations with my children I've been alive for 34 though I've been alive for 34 years I've been a mom for nine years last year Last year was the first time. It still was the first time that I felt like I was finally starting to make progress with them, that I was present. And then that thing about being present, sure, yes. Do I go to a lot of my children's events? Do I be the main one screaming and hollering for my kids even when they tell me it's not, um, please leave your applause to the end? Absolutely not. I'm going to celebrate my baby at this moment. I'm definitely that person. However, I didn't always feel that I was present. Based on the conversations we had this year, I realized that there's been a lot of things that I've missed. That I wasn't asking all the right questions that I was still in my head and I had I was still dealing with a lot of my own things that there were struggles that they were facing that I couldn't. I couldn't even explore them because I was still exploring things within myself, and that was taking up all of my attention. And they actually saw it. And so when we had a lot of the conversations this past year, they knew they would tell me there have been times where they did not want to bother me with certain things. Bother me. Like, how are you gonna bother your, you know? But I mean, that's how it feels, right? Like when you don't know that your opinion is welcome, it feels like you're bothering that person. And they that's what they said. They also just didn't wanna, you know, feel like they wanted to add to any stress that I was already having. They noticed that I worked multiple jobs they saw the struggle y'all they saw the struggle and it's crazy because i was thinking i was doing a good job of hiding all that from them and all of that because yeah i also used to uh, instacart too i don't think i mentioned that on the first episode but definitely was a point in time where instacart hustle that was part of my life and i used to do that um and they noticed they noticed that like how much time it took you know like most of the time I was working and I was just, you know, more focused on how do I pay off these bills and what I need to do. And the fact that I was even sharing that with them and realizing that that's not something you always want your children to be aware of is just, you know, what it takes to be able to pay all these things off and like money and all those things. You really want them to be able to focus on just being kids. Y'all ain't got to worry about that. Your bills are not in your name. So why don't you go ahead and, you know, enjoy that while you can But unfortunately, no, like I definitely there were moments where they were they were into that fold. They were brought into that and they saw that and they because of it didn't want to add to anything else. And I just think it's sad that that's that was their experience and that they felt like there were certain things they can bring to me despite the joy that we were having and all these great things that we were doing. I'm glad that that is not the case. And I'm glad that that's been stripped and broken free and now they know that, yes, they can come to me and that there's never anything that they got going on that they shouldn't be able to bring to me and be able to tell me and that we shouldn't be able to share that as a family. You know what I'm saying? All we got is each other. We literally live with one another. I want you to be able to bring whatever you have and I don't want you to feel like you have to take that to anyone else or that you have to bury it inside of yourself and not explore that. Also, this past year, I learned a lot from from my students and they, there have been things that they have kept buried for so long. And so many of them who, after crying uncontrollably in my office, realized that, man, when you really bury things... They can come back. And so they were fascinated by it, though. I mean, that may seem like an easy concept to us, but there are a lot of students and youth that I will tell you who do not know that. And so they really do think that they're successful at it. They're like, if I don't talk about it, it goes away. It disappears from my mind. And, you know, as long as I'm not talking about it with my parents either, like, it doesn't exist. You know what I'm saying? We good. We, we straight. We that assault that I had when I was six, good to go. Like, long as I don't talk about it, it's going to stay down there. Um, even And I'm 16 now. So I had, for example, someone who had been assaulted at six and was currently 16. So having a current conversation with me. They literally had not talked about it in the decade that had passed. They had not talked about this situation in 10 years. And in five minutes of them sharing with me what had happened with them they were right back in that place the way they were describing it they were right back in the room of where it happened they were describing details I could tell honestly that they were no longer having a conversation with me and they were transported back to where it occurred because they weren't even making eye contact with me they were sharing details of what happened and they didn't know that That was still in their mind. They really thought that they had successfully gotten rid of it and they didn't even know that they could retrieve it. So I, they were fascinated by the fact that that memory was even there, let alone that they could also bring it back to the surface. So that was incredible for me too. And that has also been a tremendously grounding experience is that that's why I don't never want to walk away from this work as a mom, um, as an educator, but also, you know, just as an advocate, like I'm always going to want to advocate for others in any place where I'm at, like whether I'm getting paid for it or whether I'm not, I just always feel that we deserve more as individuals and that we don't deserve to be defined by what has happened to us, but also that we need to live in that kind of world and create a world where we don't deserve better things and that. We have to do less for ourselves or accept less because that's what we were told before. And I just think too, I had to really like write down a lot of the lies that I have told you all before that I've seen, and really be able to shatter them and realize that since those things are not true, how am I going to operate in more of that honesty and be able to realize, you know, what what does that honesty really look like for me, and how am I going to operate in it and really, you know, be able to maximize what this new reality looks like and what and now that I because now that I heard all those other things growing up now I gotta like replace all of that I mean it's, it's cool one thing to be able to shatter all the myths that I had growing up and realize okay so actually I do have value actually I'm not a terrible person um I, I actually do have beauty like these unfortunately were not things that I had heard that's great that I was able to shatter that but okay what thoughts am I gonna replace it with you know and what am I going to then use as sustainability for me moving forward word you know what it what fuel am I going to use to keep me going because I mean without it I'm going to eventually burn out without it I am going to eventually give into that exhaustion that I mentioned to you all earlier so what are the new thoughts going to be what they going to look like and so I definitely have been working on developing that language and with that being said I've really been trying to be more intentional with how do I speak to myself And how do I speak to others, you know, and how, what power am I giving to certain words? What power am I giving to certain thoughts? Because we could joke about it all day that like, oh, about certain things and like, yeah, nah, I'm not, it's probably not really going to work out for me in the relationship department because dude, everybody I get with, like, it doesn't. You know, obviously I must be attracting some, you know, BS because that's all I get or like something must be wrong with me because, you know, whatever. We can make those kind of jokes, but we get power to them once we say them. And and we end up creating that kind of reality for ourselves because what we're saying in that moment is that that is what we believe and that, no, there must not be better for us and that this must be as good as it's gonna get. And so even though we're trying to joke it off and say that, it must be, a part of us really does believe that. And what we don't realize is that that then becomes, you know, how we live our lives. And we end up manifesting a lot of it, we really do. And so like, I want us to realize, cause that's something that's been a lesson for me, how much more control we do have and how we can use that. And that ability and that potential to then create a life that is worth living. I want a life that's worth living, y'all. I want a life on fire. I don't want to feel like I'm just living. I want to be thriving. I want to be doing so much more. I want to always feel like I'm gaining instead of losing because I don't want to be part of those losing battles anymore. I don't want to feel like I've been running for so long, but it's in place. Like, I didn't even get anywhere. I really just essentially was stuck where I was at the beginning. And it's happy new year. We say a happy new year, but I'm feeling much like how I felt at the beginning of the year. I don't want to feel that way. I do want to feel refreshed. I do want to feel revitalized. And I want to feel like I can take this year on by storm because I deserve it. And because ain't nobody going to take it away from me. You know, because why should I not be able to have it more than anyone else. Why does everybody else have to win and I gotta be the one stuck in the background? Why does it have to be the experience for you? Why does it have to be the experience for anyone else around you? Why can't you surround yourself also by more winners and more people that are in positions that you wanna be in? That's the other thing I've been trying to be more intentional about. If there's a person that's in the field that I aspire to be in and that are doing things well, cool. I'm going to follow that person. You know, I might reach out with a question or two and be able to ask them and, you know, get more insight and learn because you know, that person can help me grow in where I'm at and I can be able to capitalize on that and really, you know, develop more of those things because I mean, whatever they learn obviously is working for them and I can use that knowledge to help things work better for myself. And so that is definitely something. But speaking of language, I know y'all might've heard about love languages, Maybe, possibly, if you haven't, then, you know what I'm saying, you need to get up on this because, you know, love languages is a thing. But I think the biggest thing I've been trying to learn is how do I love myself? In my own love language so i know that we often talk a lot about love languages to other people and like oh if a person you know if their love language is gifts then you know we should be intentional about giving that person gifts if they love language is words of affirmation then how are we going to validate that person and provide that but how often do we actually show that love language to ourselves if your love language are those words of affirmation, are you using them for yourself? Do you wake up and actually tell yourself, oh, do you start your day with a positive thought? Or are you beating yourself up for something that you didn't get done yesterday and you are still thinking about it today? Or like some argument that you had and, you know, whatever it may be. If your love language is gifts, have you bought anything for yourself recently? Or you've been so worried about getting everybody else's Christmas gifts and all these other things that you haven't even bought yourself anything in like a year? Or like if yours is physical touch, have you done anything in the world of physical touch? Have you gotten yourself a massage? Have you done anything? I actually want to get more into Reiki myself. I definitely think that there is power in, as I mentioned, that energy exchange. I want to be able to indulge more in that. Yoga's on my list. I also want to be able to do more of that and really step into this like soft era that we've mentioned. I definitely want that. I don't need things to be hard you and, and I I'm hoping I'm not on the you know tough soldiers list. I'm definitely hoping to be part of the ones that you know can relax and enjoy things. I mean, I want to stop hustling. I definitely think that there is a lot to do and I want to do it like whatever project there may be I definitely think there's a lot there but do I want to be beat up by the end of it and at the end of 2023 no (laughs) I absolutely want to be able to feel radiant honestly and be shining and like whatever light that I have I want it to be shining real bright on December 31st and not be super dim because I allow myself to get beat up all of January through through December absolutely not so I think that that is what we should do and give ourselves grace throughout that process. So here's the thing New Year, right? We love to do it, y'all. We love to give ourselves New Year resolutions. We love to be able to say, like, all right, this, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm knock them out, all these goals that I have. But then what happens when February 1st rolls around and you haven't even touched that list yet? Like, should you just give up altogether? You know what I mean? Should it not, should it not happen? Maybe it was unrealistic or did we not put it into achievable steps? Maybe we just need to look at not, re- not, replacing the goal but maybe just replacing how we start like if we decided that we did want to be able to dedicate more time to a certain hobby that we have why are we trying to do so much of it in every day And why are we not dedicating at least five minutes or half an hour to it? You know, instead of trying to make it to the point where we can't do it and be able instead to be able to do it in a way where we can actually get it done and then be able to look at the next day like, man, I really dedicated a good 20 minutes yesterday to it. Maybe today I could do a little bit more and like being able to do that. And I love looking at every new month as a new year. So whatever I did not get done in January, we're going to do that in February. We're going to try all over again because we get to have 12 months in that year. So get 12 tries. It doesn't have to just be at the beginning of the year. So I love, as much as I love, love New Year's, I think that we do put a lot of, you know, pressure and hope into those, into those New Year's resolutions. And then, unfortunately, we look up, and we might not have made any progress in those ways. And I think we need to stop doing that and making it just about, just those things and celebrate every single day that we made progress towards whatever the goal was instead of just only focusing on the goal itself I want to celebrate my path along the way so like if my ultimate goal was to be able to you know get back in school and today I actually looked up some schools and maybe you know file, you know filled out an application that's a step. That is a step and I want us to be able to celebrate those just as much as we celebrate the victory and walking across the stage at the end. Like there are so many things that go into that. So many steps that we take alongside of that. And I think that we should definitely celebrate ourselves for that and give ourselves grace along the way. And if... Today, your goal was to follow the application. You didn't get to it. Okay, don't beat yourself up for it. Just give yourself that opportunity to be able to do it later and know that at least it's still in sight and don't feel that because you didn't get to it in the time that you got to it, then now you've no longer deserve it and it should not be in your life. I don't ever want that to be the thought you do have. If you're going to do any replacing of thoughts, then I suggest that some of those thoughts be about who you are, what you do, and how valuable you are and how much you mean to someone. So if there's anybody out there that's thinking like, Man, it's really been a while since I've really been validated as a person, like, and all of that, like, think about the people that you do make an impact on and, you know, get with those people and let's talk about the impact that we're having and let's build each other up. Like, let's take that time to really talk about, like, what we mean to one another and how we what it is that we do for one another that helps us to continue to, you know, live such great sustaining lives and let's do what we can because there's already enough individuals out there that are trying to essentially bring people down that are trying to focus on the darkness. And I think that we cannot do enough of having restorative conversations and building one another up instead of always trying to tear each other's down. And what we also got to know is a lot of us are fighting silent battles And unfortunately, do not feel that we can share these things out loud. And so I definitely want to always say that mental health, that's why I feel like it's so incredibly important. And, you know, rest in peace to, you know, Steven Twitch, who unfortunately is no longer with us and someone who was a great icon to a lot of people in the dance world. And unfortunately, was facing a lot of struggles behind the scenes. And this person was married, married, had just celebrated an anniversary, all of these things, and unfortunately is not here today. Because they felt that the problems they had were too great and that is not the world I want us to live in. I don't ever want us to feel that whatever we're going through is too big and that we are so alone that our only option is to then leave this world. I don't ever want that to be the reality for anyone and there's too many people I feel that have taken that option and so... I'm never going to get tired of wanting to have conversations like these when we don't feel that way. And, I mean, if nobody else tells you, I'm going to tell you. You know, you absolutely do matter and you deserve to be here. There's a reason why you're here and none of us want you to leave. None of us want you to not be here tomorrow. We absolutely want to be able to celebrate you and be with you and see you live that life that you deserve, that's yours, and that should be a happy one. And so... Whatever we can do, we're going to want to do that. <laughs> and so y'all know I can get on my set box, so let me uh bring it together. Um, I do want to also uh, bring, Um, it's been a minute, y'all. I didn't do no poems in a little minute, so there is a poem that I want to share. I actually made it like two years or several years ago. Um, And so it was a time where I was feeling a lot more of the pain, and I was living more in that area. And so I wanted to give myself a reminder of how I, I should be able to like get out of that. What can I do to get out of that? And what does it look like to have life on the other side? So, one day, I'll make it through this pain which suffocates my smile. I want to get a grip on life, but instead, I keep adding to my file. I allow doubt and grief to take front seats and allow pride to make guest appearances. I let sadness be the director of what used to be unforgettable experiences. I question my purpose. I lose sight of my strength. I sleep but don't rest. I go through the motions. I get up every day. I try to navigate my emotional mess. It's not easy being who I am. It's not easy feeling this way. I keep looking at the whole picture instead of focusing on each day. Each day should be meaningful because it's another time God kept me here. I want to be directed by happiness. I want to stop letting pain steer. I want to become a better version of myself. I want to be proud of who I am. There is a bigger picture, but there's also a divine plan. That plan begins with one step. That plan isn't something I can see. That plan requires faith. That plan requires a healthier me. Health doesn't mean we know it all. Health means we figure it out each day. Healthy me has a lot to discover and even more she has to say. Healthy me is flawed and flawless. Healthy me is happy and sad. Healthy me embraces all her emotions. Healthy me embraces that divine plan. And so I hope that you also take time to you know touch upon and own your own plan whatever that may be for you that you continue to stand in the work that you have that you are reminded now and always how much you matter how much you mean to people in this world and that you know you continue to tap into this community that you have but also into yourself and really realize you know what you have to give and how much you have to offer and how much that means to the people that you impact every day and so thank you so very much for always tuning in for your support any feedback you have is always welcome um, You can actually find Santana Says. There's also now a Facebook page where you can like us, like us on Facebook. You know, tap in there. You know, you can comment on things. Um, We usually put a lot of our promo there as well as things there. You can still continue to find Santana Says on Instagram. It's my Instagram. It's known as Santana Says with one underscore after it. And then, as always, you continue to listen on any platform or, you know, continue to watch us on YouTube. So whichever way you want to be able to tap in, please do so. But any feedback you want to provide, please do that as well and as always thank you for this edition of feel good friday and tune in next friday when we're gonna do it all over again thank you